My name's Charles Story. I will be your host in the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. Today's Tuesday. It's the 8th of May, 2018. Bitcoin's currently trading at $9,180. That's down 2% in the last 24 hours, which is interesting because in previous episodes of this podcast, we were discussing how Ethereum could potentially be moving the market up. And now we've seen that, you know, despite Ethereum's run from $600 to $800, it hasn't been able to have the power to do so. So we're really waiting for Bitcoin to break out of the $10,000 barrier it has put itself in. And I believe once we see the breakout, we're going to see an upward trajectory in the market. So that's something that at SVK Crypto, we're definitely looking out for and focusing on. And this is, some, this is a pattern we're going to see play out in the next couple of weeks. I doubt the next couple of months, just the way crypto works is fast and quick. Maybe a couple of weeks is even too long. So we have to see what happens there, but we'll definitely keep an eye on that for you guys. Ethereum is currently trading at $736. That's up 1% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum's had lots of positive news out recently. We've had the stories about you know uh, scalability potentially being solved. We've had the stories about sharding, plasma, and a few other techniques that the Ethereum dev community are going to be using to scale Ethereum and how close they really are because we haven't heard a lot about this in the last couple of months, but they've been coming out the last week. Um, just, just letting everyone know that they're close. Closer than you think is the key phrase that was on Vitalik's Twitter page. EOS is currently trading at $18.23. That's up 1% in the last 24 hours. EOS has had an interesting weekend. We actually saw, not really a negative story, I think it's positive in the, in the grand picture. But basically, someone was able to um, enter the ERC20 EOS token and start duplicating EOS tokens. Now, since they haven't been moved to own blockchain yet, um, this was a slight loophole. This was fixed or amended extremely quickly. I believe it was only live for a couple of hours max. There weren't, I believe all the duplicate tokens were deleted as well, which is great to see. But I think the key, the key takeaway that I got out of the story itself breaking over the weekend was that um, these bugs need to come out quickly. But you always have to remember the ERC20 tokens for EOS are going to be non-existent soon. So, you know, the bugs that have happened within that are of extreme importance, absolutely. But, you know, these bugs will not be on the EOS token once they, once they launch their own blockchain, which we're super excited about. We're counting down the days. Actually, there's a website that you can visit called www.eoscountdown.com, and it literally gives you the countdown by the second to, well, till the EOS.io launch. <laughs> so check that out if you're like us and you're very impatient for the EOS mainnet to launch. And we take just a few seconds to look at Switchio. I mean, Switchio has done incredibly well. Over the weekend, they have launched the ability for a user to plug in their Ledger Nano S onto their computer and the website or the decentralized exchange will basically pick this up give them the ability to trade straight from their tre- sorry straight from their ledger 
and they can trade live onto the exchange. This is something that hasn't been done before. It's never been executed. It's never been implemented. They're the first ones to actually do this. They wrote the code. And what are they going to do with it? Well, in the spirit of crypto, they're going to be giving the code out as uh, open source so other projects can implement this structure into their ideas and projects. So this is something that's phenomenal. We saw Switches currently trading at $0.07. Cents. That's up 4% in the last 24 hours. We started talking about Switchy, I believe, like one and a half, maybe $0.02. Cents. So this is something that we're really proud to have been documenting on its journey upwards. Um, it's done incredibly well. The team have worked really, really hard. I'm, I've been in contact with the team and I know that they have at the minute divided and conquered. So what do I mean by this? The the core dev team uh, in Singapore coding away. Jack, who is in charge, I believe, of business development, has gone on an, a roadshow around Asia. He's been to Hong Kong, Singapore, uh, Beijing. He's been all over the show prom- promoting Switchio to investors, to the communities out there. So that's great to see. And it's great to see that they've they've taken a proactive approach to promoting the project, which is a great one. And while we're talking about Switchio, which is currently on the NEO blockchain, let's talk about NEO. I mean, NEO is currently trading at $76. That's down 4%. In the last 24 hours. Neo is looking quite interesting. I think Neo looks the most interesting or most appealing around the $60 mark. Um, $76 is a little bit a little bit steep, but listen, I believe that Neo can go all the way to well past the, the highs we saw back in January, you know, over $160 range. You know, when it's gonna get there, you know, that's the question. The question is not if, it's when. Um, Neo have a great team behind them. But what we, what I found with Neo kind of recently, and, and listen, I'm the biggest Neo fan out there, is that they've been a little bit slow to to have user growth. They've been quite slow to to implement communities and users onto their blockchain. So with Ethereum, you know, you had everyone building a project on an ERC-20 token last year and the beginning of this year. Then we started seeing a few different projects going on to NEO. But I think one of the issues of NEO is that they're not having, they're not having enough users build, um, develop. So developers developing on their, on their blockchain, we're seeing a lack of that. And I, I really believe that's slowing down the growth of NEO. Now, listen, they've had tremendous growth. But when you look at other projects out there who have just who have just been able to execute incredibly well and attract lots of interesting and, and relevant and um, exciting projects. You know, Neo has done a great job of picking good projects, but they haven't, they haven't done this in volume. So, it's, you know, it's a double-edged sword, really, because you, in some cases, I guess they're trying to safeguard it by not wanting everyone to build on Neo, but in some ways they need, they need that to build out their, their community, their user base. These are all key things that you need. And while we're on the subject of blockchain growth, I really feel that we should maybe just mention Zilliqa, Quarkchain, and a couple other blockchains out there, and um, just talk about speed. And the question I have is, does a fast blockchain make it a better blockchain? Because you have all these cool projects coming out, and they've done a a phenomenal job, especially Zilliqa, in creating a, a faster blockchain solution to ones that are already in existence. But what they are struggling with, and this is kind of a key point away from Neo, 
is that these guys are really struggling to find users to build upon their blockchains. So let's kind of break it down. Speed to market is critical for these guys. So why is speed to market critical? Because you can have the best blockchain, I mean, speed-wise, um, but if you don't have any users kind of building upon that, it's kind of irrelevant. And you need to entice the developers. You need to entice the communities. And what a lot of these blockchains have the ability to do, that the new ones we're seeing coming out, is attract a lot of hype in the ICO phase. A lot of people want to get in because it's going to, going to change the world or it's going to change the, change, the, 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 change the competition landscape, let's say. But what they don't have the ability to do is attract the developers to build upon them because the very early stages, the, the mainnet isn't live, the testnet isn't live. And these are kind of setbacks, I would say, to some of these projects really being able to implement the strategy that they envisioned for the, for the original project. So this is something definitely to look out for. I'm not saying that Zillica or Quarkchain are not doing this, but I'm using them as examples of new type blockchains that have been entering into the market that definitely need to, and I know are focusing on their community, focusing on their, on their dev community and working really hard on doing that. And there's something that you have to look out for when investing into new type blockchains into the market. A story that I kind of picked up today and I thought I'd kind of bring to your attention was that Oracle, the world's largest um, software company, is now to offer blockchain and products. This is, I find this to be extremely interesting because I know Larry Ellison, when asked around a year and a half ago now if he believed in Bitcoin or what his thoughts were, I know he wasn't a believer back then. But what I've seen with these large tech firms is they're, they're really struggling to, to, to incorporate blockchain-based products into their services. So why are they struggling? Well, they're struggling to entice the community. They're struggling to entice you know, the best developers because the best developers have left company like, companies like Oracle, Google, uh, Microsoft to work on their own projects. So it's, it's tricky for them to hire the staff, A, and B, it kind of goes against some of their software at present, right? Because Oracle has a centralized database, which is huge. Every time you make a, a debit card, or credit card transaction, it would probably go through Oracle's database in some way, shape, or form. They, have, they pretty much wrote the code for that. Now, these are industries that the blockchain-based um, projects are looking to, looking to um, um, update, let's say. They're looking to um, enter a new age of technology and, and, and to bring um, products up to speed, I would say. So it's interesting that you see some of these bigger tech firms basically looking into this. I know that a lot of um, um, medicine supply companies are looking into um, supply, sorry, side chain based product projects to um, to track down counterfeit products. I know that um, one one of the one of the smaller type projects. It wasn't a big pharmaceutical company doing this or a big medicine company doing this. It was uh, Wabi who did extremely well. I believe that ICO to like uh, twenty five cents. They got up to a high of four dollars at one stage. So we're starting to see a lot of hype around that. But what I believe, and with where we are at the minute, I mean, we still have so many things to sort out. We have scalability to actually to nail that. Um, we have to beat Visa and MasterCard at the amount of transactions they can do. We have to find a stable stable coin that we can trust and that we can use because at present, we have USD Tether. I know Haven's entered to the market and we're definitely going to see 
Um, the, well, what, what it's about is about the community being able to vouch for it and trust the, the stable core. And I believe Haven will be the perfect solution. This is something we're definitely going to have a deeper dive on a, on a podcast soon. But we also need just, you know, accessibility to be a little bit easier. I mean, for a newbie entering the market, to buy Bitcoin if you're not going through Coinbase is extremely tricky. You've got to spend, I don't know, say if you're using Bitfinex, it takes up to 10 days for the money go, to go to the account. Okay, your money's now in the account. You buy, let's say, EOS, the ERC-20 token. Okay, so where, what do you do now? Well, you've got to send it, let's say you want to you know, be on your game, you send it to cold storage, and then you have to go and get a ledger or a trezor. Now, if your EOS tokens are on the ledger or trezor, you need to do a snapshot. So when the EOS mainnet goes live, that your, your tokens are registered, right? So it's like, I know that's just EOS, I'm using one example. But what my point is, is that it's still not fluid. It's still not an easy process. I don't think, you know, you know someone's grandma out there could, could do this quite easily without having to like spend a lot of time and someone like coaching them because it's not yet. We're still in very early stages, but that's okay because we're building this out. So it's interesting when you hear projects, you know, looking to all of this amazing things for energy or whatever it may be. I really believe that we need to focus on the, um, the issues we have at, right at the minute, right? We need to stop f- focusing our attention on that. I know a lot of the people in the community are, but I know a lot of people entering into the space are kind of taking everything for granted rather than trying to elevate to where we should be, which is faster transaction times, which is um, a, a stable coin that everyone can trust, which is decentralized exchange, which is many things. Like, the list can go on and on and on. I'm just, th- I'm talking about, I'm ranting about three different key points and I'm using the same, the same ones, but there's many out there. But, you know, time, it will take time that's a fact, but everyone is working hard at it, and that's great to see, and that's the crypto spirit. Well, listen, that's a wrap. i got to bounce. Have a phenomenal Tuesday, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to catch us on all our socials. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com forward slash SVK Crypto. Hit us up on Telegram. Join the ever-growing community, SVK Space Crowd. Hit us up on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. And remember, if you have any questions or queries, email myself, cstory at svkcrypto.com, which is C-S-T-O-R-R-Y at svkcrypto.com. Have a phenomenal day. Thank you so much for your attention. That's a wrap. You've been listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on CSTory at SVKcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.